0: hi everybody welcome to mediocre conversations with tom and drew
1: i'm tom and i'm drew and this is the only podcast where we'll guarantee the only thing you'll hear is mediocrity hell yeah and if you had heard our conversation prior to the intro you'd be like that's exceptionally yeah, you mediocre leave it in yeah
0: not gonna not. affect
1: and this show don't even know what we're talking about All Right.
0: Um where we're talking uh, how the House of the Dragon.
1: We're back in Westeros, everybody.
0: Yeah, spoilers ahead. Um, only you, if you haven't
1: seen it yet. Can't imagine our listener would not watch it prior <laughs> to the to the show. But what what have you? I you, know, know, do you know, I'm done
0: trying to guess what
1: people will and won't do. We're all on different schedules, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. I watched the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also watched the second most recent one last week. Oh, and, good. You know, like like you do. All right. Um, for the life of me, I don't mm-hmm. remember a lot of what happened in the last episode that's, six.
1: That's okay, because I've watched both of them twice since yesterday in order to. Oh, wait. you're so great. For this exact so reason.
0: Great. I'm, my memory will, will be jogged, I'm fairly confident
1: well let's get started with jogging it right so All epi- right. episode six we jump ahead 10 years right so yeah even for this show a little bit much you know like we're used to jumping around year to year from episode to episode
0: mm-hmm.
1: getting a snapshot in these and the folk you know in the lives of these targaryens but the, i think the thing that's going to jog your memory the hardest tom yeah the targaryen still alive 10 years later Somehow. uh was he was looking
0: riff riff yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: i knew you were gonna say it that way yes
0: you did <laughs> i think this he came out
1: uh one sleeve real just blowing in the wind right one uh, full coat sleeve so the last time that we had seen him shirtless a real treat for the eye i might add <laughs> yeah. um hit from about bicep to what r- was the remaining of his fingertips yeah looked like someone had slathered the grease from your frying yeah. pit up and Quite down.
0: congealed.
1: It. Yeah, it was very congealed. And uh, in this one, I mean, they don't even bother to like pin up his empty sleeve or anything. It's just like flapping around in the wind. And I was like, seems like a bad look for the King of Westeros. You know, like... He's trying to point one way, the wind's blowing another, so they think he's pointing he's <laughs> behind him. Lionel Strong's like, your grace i really don't know what you're <laughs> referencing right now you gotta slow it down i can't i can't do it yeah no more high tens no more high tens so no, they're out loud. A, one of the many joys but yeah. unfortunately <laughs> the leprosy has now taken that yeah but in true house of dragon fashion we opened with a birth uh, oh that's it, right this was the birth episode birth in episode six we've now um quite all intense of our... 15 minutes of the show ah uh, god i mean like we're gonna get to the second live birth or whatever later in this yeah. episode but like that's three births hard two of them extremely difficult yeah. uh in the series through six episodes and you know what i'm a... i'm cool i get it <laughs>
0: You know, I have a thought on that. Yeah, okay. Um in the first episode, uh Rhaenyra's m- mother at the time, Emma, yep. Emma was talking about how like this is our battlefield. Mhm. Yeah. You know. So oh. to me, to me it's just sort of showing and like emphasizing that point. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. yeah, we show they show fights all the time, but they're not shying away from these other battle scenes as it were and showing these types of things which it's intense and like back then there's God no girls, there's no but like i think this one this one especially was pretty important just because it sort of showed first of all rainier's resolve where she God has Almighty. the kid the kid is not the umbilical cord is still intact to all parties when she yep. starts getting up to, to walk to the queen.
1: The re yes, thank you. The reason she has to get up, literally, literally just gave birth. Her her youngest son, Joffrey. Yeah. Who, fun fact, is named for the knight that got his face beat in during the wedding feast. Yeah. Uh yeah, that kid or her third kid's named after that guy. The Knight of Kisses. Um gonna be the baby of kisses with you Jeez. oh he's so cute they're not cute right after but they get cute no. when they get cleaned up but um little handmaiden walks in hey your princess the queen wants to see you see the baby immediately yeah so Rainera. now i've had what i would consider pretty major surgery in my sure. life
2: sure and
1: when they they wheeled me back to my bed after the surgery i could not have stood up if my life depended on it yeah
0: could not have done it there, there's a briefcase so, with a million dollars in the end at the other side of the room drew no nope. grab
1: that Anna Kendrick's like if you just make it across the room <laughs> I'll be yours forever and I'd be right. like I'm not going to be able to do it but I am going to die trying
2: <laughs> <Right.
1: clears throat> she <clears throat> is not even through the entire process of giving birth it's still before birth yeah
0: not even after birth yet that's no. still intact. stands up Ugh.
1: wraps the baby i mean like and who knows how long she was in labor yeah and then walks like a half a mile or some shit up some stairs through the castle luckily laner her husband shows up and like at least lends a hand to like keeping her upright yeah with his literal newborn son yeah in a blanket or whatever all that so that Alicent. Can check the hair color on the newborn, which of course, Tom, is what color? It's um white dreads. No, wrong. No? You you get no more questions. Um uh-uh. <laughs> just kidding. It's brown. It, is, it wow. is opposite. Yep. It is dark hair.
0: Dark dark brown. Mm-hmm. Which happens to be the same mm-hmm. hair color as her protector. Whatever it well, is. Well not not really. What's her title is, well, isn't he? Or is he just no. some dude that's just hanging out? Yeah, I I thought it was like, uh, Kristen Cole's replacement.
1: So Kristen Cole did not get into any trouble for his beating right the knight to death in the wedding. Right? Scene. Don't understand that one. Well, the queen's your friend. Yeah, the logical inference there is that Allison protected him. Yeah. Um. He is the commander of the city watch, like Damon was earlier in the series. The gold cloaks, yeah, that's his job. Okay, but he's just, just hanging he's just hanging, hanging out a bunch. Hanging okay, out. that's and even that got, weirder to me now. Then that got noticed. Yeah, sure. So the queen and Viserys meet the baby. Allison's slinging little. One-liners and kind of japes and jibes and stuff. Oh yeah,
0: maybe one day the hair, the baby will look like you. Pretty, pretty classless, in my opinion. Yeah. So, well, for 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 what five, six, seven years now, the walls have been slowly closing in on her.
1: Yeah. Okay. A straight up decade. Okay. Had to be some good times in there. I would. I for her sake, I hope so. Yeah. But like, um, we get uh, Viserys and Allison kind of cooing over the bait. Well, more Viserys than Allison. He seems yeah. to be blissfully, willfully ignorant of the situation.
0: I don't know if you can do this, but um, King or not, get your lepritic paw off my newborn child, please.
1: He's down one paw. So, (laughs) um, leprosy's not
0: gone just because your arm went away. No, it's not.
1: You're right. He does not look great. He is, uh, the hair is certainly thinning. Um, he's got kind of a leathery quality to his skin. Lost the arm, probably above the elbow. It looks like the hair is Um, terrible. It's very, it's very aging. It ages him quite poorly. Um, He's got the cane that he's walking with. Yeah. D- but I don't know not. that I'd
0: want him handling my newborn
1: immunocompromised. No, I mean, it's the one person in all of existence that you can't say no to. That's true. That's true. Uh, and Sir Kristen Cole at the
0: door when they get there.
1: So Laner walks up and that's the motherfucker that beat your yeah. the guy that you were in love with to death 10 years ago at your wedding. Yeah. And you've had to walk around the castle and the son of a bitch is there all the time i mean props for the for the restraint not killing him i mean like i guess i mean i i would probably want to kill him (laughs) yeah
0: no for sure he should have not had restraint is what i'm saying
1: well kristen cole is a real piece of shit as far as i'm concerned so like uh i don't think i would have been on laner's side on that one
0: i heard him referred to as the first simp (laughs)
2: or or no no i'm
0: sorry the first incel the first incel is is a christian cole (laughs) (laughs) that's great right (laughs) and you're just kind of like no that's too hard no that's right yeah that's right that's a (laughs) bullseye right
1: there brass ring
0: but he he calls her like princess or something right when she gets up to the door sort Mm -hmm. of real formal yeah drops a c word on her
1: yeah i've never enjoyed later. that word for in any context from anybody so
0: uh unless you're scottish or irish or whatever go go ahead All okay
1: because just you like it with the accent do you yeah. All right. it's it's like uh it's like me saying fuck right That's sure it. back yeah it's like you're quacking it <laughs> so yeah so the Viserys and allison see the baby rainer yeah. and reynera laner and Rainera leave Um, she's bleeding so profusely from the birth that there's a literal trail of it like breadcrumbs yeah down the hallway (laughs) could not be missed no really no really uneasy about that and then we see allison and sir Kristen cole walking together he drops the c word on her and like allison seems to like reproach him for it yeah but i was like you literally just made this woman walk like it's a weird thing yeah like your actions like, 10 minutes ago were just as bad
0: <laughs> yeah do you think that's that's like hey don't debase yourself to calling her names no. do the classy thing like throw shade and make her like walk upstairs like after giving birth like don't don't just anyone can call anyone a name you got to be a little bit more tactful and a little bit more
1: uh vindictive about it you know she certainly does seem to be vindictive um <clears throat> yeah not a quality that i thought really came through with the younger actress that played allison but this adult actress um olivia cook um, is really bringing that to the forefront
0: yeah yeah um well i think i think she's slowly learning mm-hmm. she can kind of do anything as queen or like, yeah, she's uh, getting a, a lot more comfortable in her station, as it were.
1: Yeah. Um. When they are, oh, I guess that's a little bit later. But like, we see a small council meeting. Yeah. Where, um, Rhaenyra and Allison are both present. We've got some new members of the, um, on the council, it's signifying that time has passed and people have died or left yeah. or whatever. And, um, Rhaenyra wants to make peace with the greens right yeah so yeah the people who back allison are referred to their faction is re- referred to as the greens signifying the color of house High Tower. and rhaenyra's faction is known as the blacks because the targaryens colors are black and red and um at this point rhaenyra and allison each have three kids so i'm going to run through them just real quickly youngest or oldest to youngest So Rhaenyra has um, Josiris, Luceris, and Joffrey. So um, Josiris, and these are all kids, Laner is the acknowledged father, except they don't have white hair and they're not black. Right. And it's a well-known secret that the actual father is um, Harwin Strong, nicknamed Breakbones. The knight that picked her up uh, during her wedding feast to get her out of the scrum, yeah, and so and then Allison and Viserys have Aegon, Aemon, and Helena. Um, and the um Viserys and Allison's children are older by a couple years than all of Rhaenyra and Lena's kids. So Rhaenyra tries to make peace with Allison and says, "Let's betroth my oldest son, Viserys, to your daughter, Helena." And we'll unite the families. And then once I'm done ruling, my rule will pass to just and then our two families will rule the seven kingdoms. It's a great offer. Who says no. Yeah. Who says no to that? Yeah. That is the literal out. It's perfect. And Viser- Viserys was all about it. Yeah. He was super stoked. <laughs> he was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. And the only person that wasn't on board was Alison who shrugs it off. like. Like you offered her a cup of wine that you spit in or something.
0: Yeah. And I, I was just like, I don't think she wants to win. She wants Rhaenyra to
1: lose. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably a really good description of her feelings. Yeah. So and then she like after-
0: belittles her in front of everybody. Cause like yeah. she starts getting some milk going cause she just fucking just gave, gave birth. birth.
1: Right. Just gave birth. Right. Had to get on
0: the Stairmaster right after to get up to her and all that shit. <sighs> And so, yeah, she sort of just belittles her in front of everyone, just like, um, what's going on over there? Yeah. And then she shuts down, obviously. But then her, uh, Allison and Viserys. Yeah. Have a little conversation and he's all, come on, man, this is great. And she's like, no, it'll, it'll happen as soon as I'm dead and in the ground.
1: Can you imagine younger version Allison talking like, I mean, this was the thing to me in the episode yeah. that was like, Oh, we're on a whole new level. She's yeah, she is sure. comfortable in her yeah. position, right? She's talking back, refusing things, turning around, leaving him in the dirt, you know, in the dust or whatever. And I'm like, okay,
0: yeah. You think that she's starting to figure it out? She's, I mean, she's been doing it for 13 years by this point, 13, yeah. 14 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, she's really understanding what she's about now. But then laris she's starting to have conversations with him clubfoot
1: clubfoot yeah laris strong yeah yeah, i was right yeah, yeah you got it nailed it
0: yeah <laughs> and they've been they're having this is the point where they're having dinners right they are for it, some reason having dinners together
1: just the two of them in her what appears to be her quarters i can't believe that's a thought that's allowed i guess being queen that, is okay
0: or, or that nobody's talking about it that we know of I'm surprised mm-hmm. that that's never mentioned, but then she's just all she's well, I'm getting ahead of myself with this.
1: Oh, you can talk about it. Let's do it.
0: <clears throat> but she's complaining about his father,
1: the hand of the king, the Lionel current strong. hand of the king. Yep. Cause
0: he Lionel strong, uh, who is the grandfather to the princess's children. Yep. Right? <laughs> uh, he he tries to quit as hand of the king mm-hmm. just because he's the best fucking hand of the king. And he's like, well, uh, my son has brought shame to us, basically. And
1: yeah, he's trying to distance his family politically from the fallout of yeah the parentage of Rhaenyra's children. Right. And it's
0: so funny, Viserys unwillingness to see what's happening, you know, or or acknowledge it. You know, because, yeah, because uh, Lionel is just like, I got to go. I got to quit. And he's like, why? He's like, uh, my family fucked up. And he's like, I don't understand how you got to tell me. Allison,
1: happened. Allison says, oh, yes, tell us in plain language. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: She's like frothing at the mouth right now. Yeah. Just like, because oh if God. someone,
1: if someone like Lionel confirms to Viserys what's going on. Oh, yeah she'll she's convinced that it'll force him to acknowledge. acknowledge and disinherit his yeah you know his what grandkids right yeah not gonna happen i mean they're still his grandkids right he's not right? gonna disinherit them no
0: no and and he's not so he's like well all right I get, well breakbone's gotta go i'll take mm-hmm. him back home yeah which you knew right then something terrible was gonna happen
1: so they are the, the Strongs are the current occupants of Harrenhal. This is a, the largest castle ever built in Westeros. Um, it belong. It was created by a guy named Harren uh, the Black, who was from the Iron Islands, who conquered a huge chunk of um, the Seven Kingdoms, the Riverlands. So he, he came from the Iron Islands, sailed down the river, conquered all those lands, and then built this huge castle, basically right in the middle of the country, so that he could have a base to like continue to raid and enslave and, and do it all the all the what the Ironborn loved to do, yeah. And then when Aegon the Conqueror came over from Dragonstone with his sister queens and took over the country, he said, "Now I'm not going to bend the knee." And then Aegon took his his dragon and melted the castle. <laughs> and yeah. so ever since then, it's kind of been like cursed, and every family who has owned it. Has been obliterated, and they are no longer a family in Westeros. <laughs> so, Maybe just never go there. So, is there like, anyone
0: in Harren Hall, Hall in uh, Game of Thrones?
1: Uh, Littlefinger is technically in charge of it um, after season one. Kind of fitting that Larys, pre Littlefinger, as I've become think of him, yeah, <laughs> owns it as well. That's an interesting little uh, thing that ties these two sons of bitches together. <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah but he makes a stop in the castle dungeons first though doesn't he yeah
0: yeah he, he for some reason he goes by him he goes himself <laughs> laris does to recruit these guys cuts out their tongues because apparently with no tongue you can't gesture and tell <laughs> yeah. people things
1: or, i'm betting <laughs> they couldn't write but i i, I take your meaning yeah <laughs> right um and I
0: mean, you know, he, he's hired these three people to kill his his father and brother. Which so, they do. <laughs> super cool guy. Uh also he has like his own little sigil, a firefly that's on his cane that he then gives to the three.
1: So there's no reason to do that other than like you need we our needed benefit. viewers to know yeah. who those guys were. Yeah. We got it. Right. Like, um, right. Yeah, so he, he kills his dad and his brother so that kill. Um, Otto Hightower can be reinstated. Yeah, as he, he the kills king. the
0: hand of the king. Yeah. His dad and hand of the king and his brother. So that's where, like, that's just another indication that Allison kind of doesn't understand her power quite yet right like she's starting to She can tell the king go fuck yourself
1: and an offhand comment by her like wanting her dad back
0: yeah led her dinner
1: guests to slaughter the hand of the king over a secret late night dinner yeah
0: and she she genuinely seemed like oh like disturbed by that like oh shit my words led to this yeah I'll she was shook for
1: all five minutes. Oh, so.
0: sure, sure. I mean, the power that you also must feel right after, right?
1: I mean, she's she's committed to it at this point, right? Like, right. she's never not wearing green. Yeah. You know? she's like,
0: oh, I had a problem. I said words, and now I don't have a problem anymore. Yeah. This is pretty great. Um, But she, she was pretty taken aback. But then Laris is then like, yeah, so I did that thing. And she's, mm-hmm. like, appalled. And he's like, I mean you'll you'll hook me up when the time comes i know you will still you guys owe me a favor yeah you'll owe me i don't know that i want to be friends with somebody who's willing to murder their own family Mm. semi-unprompted from me right because like is there ever going to come a time where they will benefit from killing me
1: if game of thrones has taught us anything that time is sooner than we all think (laughs) Yeah. yeah So not only does like Larys as the oldest surviving male in his line inherit, yeah. inherit Harrenhal and all of its lands and like, you know, the ability, I mean, that's a money maker you know, like when you own right. property, you know, like even back in Westeros, like you make money from it. Yeah. And uh, so he's, he's become a Lord in his own right. He's in, now he's got to The hand of the king owing him one, like it's a pretty good day for Laris. Yeah. And, uh, evil, but I mean, like a good day. Why
0: is Otto the natural choice? Or do we think Allison had some say in that?
1: Well, I'm sure she would, I'm sure she would have some say in it. Just, just being like,
0: I mean, it has been 10 years, right?
1: Well, Viserys does seem to be quite. Susceptible to like whoever talks to him last, he kind of goes with their opinion,
0: yeah. That's you true. know, and
1: Allison has the most access to him of anybody, yeah. You know, and like Sir Otto Hightower was Hand of the King for a super long time, you know. And it's they like, well, why fired.
0: don't we just if I get yeah. fired from my job? They never but are hiring me back.
1: That's true. Your job is more easily replaceable than Hand of the King i i would think that's true that's That's not a slight i'm just saying like no yeah yeah but yeah there's a lot of dead air here i just wanted to make some kind of sound
0: yeah you'll cut it out i might leave it in all right
1: so then so then what happens well we What's also Rhaenyra needed...
0: doing this whole time.
1: Rhaenyra, um we we had the baby. We listened in on Harwin Strong and his father, Lionel, discussing yeah. leaving the Heron Hall. Yeah. Um, we made the decision that we are going to pick up and move back to Dragonstone. Right. That was at the end, right? Yep. So we find she is finally seen. that the battle lines are being drawn yeah and that king's landing is no longer safe nor politically viable for her to remain so she packs up the kids laner she lets laner bring his boyfriend along the dragons everybody we're off to the ancestral home of dragonstone um, which as heir to the king is her residence and uh we move back there and all the while, across the narrow sea, Damon and his new yeah. wife Lena, Valerian. Yeah, from the wedding. From the wedding, that was all like, hey, you're looking pretty good. Hey, you're looking pretty good too. Maybe we should fuck later. Okay, that seems like a cool <laughs> thing. I'm gonna go talk to this other <laughs> chick, but then I'll come back and marry you. Yeah. yeah. Ha- they're hanging out in Pentos. And Pentos is the is the city across the narrow sea that Danny and Viserys went to when we opened up in game of thrones in the very first season
0: that's interesting
1: so that guy that married them to cal drogo the dothraki horse lord Mm -hmm. was a magister of pentos the guy that damon and elena were having dinner with was the prince of pentos different positions sure but um the prince of pentos whose job is basically like cutting ribbons at new store openings and that kind of thing from what i understand yeah Um, he was like, hey, the Triarchy, which is this union of these three different city-states by the Stepstones, is coming back and they're threatening trade with Pentos. You guys have two dragons. Yeah. How about this? I'll give you, like, a quarter of this fucking city. And then in return, you burn their fucking ships from the air because we can't do anything approaching that. Right. It's a huge advantage for us. Yeah. And we'd rather give away 25% of the country or whatever it is then have them maybe screw up our money
2: it. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: so damon they've been they're living in this like virtual castle it's this huge estate um they have two kids bella and Raina. twins twins uh white hair the whole so, valerian nine so yard damon right? is
0: able to perform
1: this is the first evidence that we have seen of him being able to consummate any kind of relationship sexually yeah
0: i wonder what changed
1: i'm betting it's the hair (laughs) yeah i'm bet i mean like i hate to say it but like i'm betting it's that hair interesting i mean like lena makes sense grew up to be like she could she could walk runways if she wanted to i mean she was yeah she's straight up gorgeous and since we last saw her at the wedding she has claimed the dragon Vagar, which is the oldest living and l- largest, largest dragon. Yeah, which was one of the original three dragons that came to Westeros. When well, that came to Westeros, but like was used in the conquest of Westeros by Aegon the Conqueror. It was ridden by his queen Visenya. So it's like that dragon is legit.
0: His <laughs> queen slash sister, right?
1: Uh, Aegon's queen, queen slash slister. Yep. So he, yeah, so yeah, Aegon had two queens, Visenya yeah. and Rhaenys, and uh they were both his sisters. Yeah, don't know why he'd want to do that to himself. Decided to get married twice. Consolidate power. Gotcha. So, balerion the Black Dread was Aegon's dragon. I believe that that dragon is dead. Rhaenys and her dragon supposedly died in Dorne, slightly yeah. uh, ten years after the conquest, and then Vagar and Visenya lived on running the kingdom. Viserys
0: rode Vagar too, right?
1: I don't know what dragon he rode, off the top of my head. I want to say yes.
0: Okay, because <clears throat> when Lena was courting him before he decided to choose allison right
1: sure yep okay i'm with you uh
0: she was talking about Vagar.
1: i thought and oh i i don't remember
0: they had a conversation it's like oh you wrote Vagar. okay <laughs> she was
1: so little then
0: yeah well i don't want to look it up right now um so i'm not going to i'll just right. say that i'm that i'm right and that's a fun little fact if i'm right if i'm wrong then it's bullshit right <clears throat>
1: and i don't care so they're both dragon riders yeah they, they are living in pentos lena wants to go back to westeros yeah. and raise her kids as dragon riders in what she co- considers to be their homeland yeah and demon's like man eh, this is kind of fine i wonder why i i always damon fashion is unhappy with whatever he has
0: yeah i feel i I try i always try and figure out what his motivation is for doing one thing or the other and i think he just has a natural aversion to the first instinct that most people would have like if if he thinks it's her and he's like no this is something a logical person would like i hate it
1: I don't understand him. Like, and I, to be honest, like I'm getting really close to just like giving up trying to understand him. Yeah. Um. About the only thing I'm I was ever certain about is that he's actually attracted to Rhaenyra. But yeah, then he gets married to Lena, you know, or whatever.
0: Well, he, he mm. was at the wedding of Rhaenyra's, right? <clears throat> so he saw that that wasn't going to happen. So he took the next best thing.
1: I I literally. I literally feel, I heard it described as like, so they do a podcast that's the official companion to the show. And on that, this morning when I was driving to work, they described it like, it's the girl you date while you're waiting for the girl you like to break up with the crew (laughs) she's currently dating. Yeah. Which seems super accurate.
0: Yeah. And then he had twins with her.
1: Yeah, he sure did. And they had a third one on the way, but now, of course, in true valerian and targaryen and house of the dragon style she has a rough childbirth didn't go well the doctor offers Damon the same choice that viserys had with emma which was we can do a c-section she'll die but you might get the kid he can't make the choice lena's dying slowly she
0: hears him too right she's she hears that well she's
1: probably done well um so to be fair i skipped through this because i can't handle the the pregnancy stuff okay sure it, it literally makes my skin crawl i might my, my insides like not so so uh, i was hitting the skip button and yeah. then i i get to the courtyard scene
0: she's basically there and, and they're talking not very far away from her right and she then she kind of just like gives this look of acknowledgement and she's mentioned she always mentioned too that she wanted a dragon rider's death mm-hmm. so then she uh hobbles her way over to her her dragon mm mm-hmm. Uh, pleads with it to kill her. It's interesting that it
1: didn't right away. I get the feeling that dragons in this show are a little bit smarter than I think we probably give them credit for.
0: I always felt like they had some sort of connection with their writer.
1: That I think is um right on point uh and it's something that throughout all of the stuff that we have about Game of Thrones and the history and the Lore of it, we don't really know anything about, yeah, but like, they can understand language, yeah. There does seem to be some kind of bond between them,
0: yeah. Like when we first episode one, when we see Rhaenyra uh land with Syraxis or whatever his name is,
1: yep, Cyrex,
0: yeah, Syrax, and like she goes off and starts talking to someone else, you can kind of tell, like, the dragon is sort of like, You good? Yeah. You good before I i before this idiot you know tells me to go in here, mm-hmm. and then once she's done, then the dragon's like, okay, all right, let's get on with it. But like, so you kind of get this vibe that they kind of have the same sense or feeling as their writer does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's sort of like you wanting me to kill a part of myself right now. Is that what's happening? So
1: yeah, I didn't really understand it because she's literally begging Vagar to burn her. Yeah,
0: just just crying and yelling, Drakaris
1: and Vagar won't do it and so like i when yeah. i was watching the episode originally i was like this seems strange like why isn't Vagar pitching in here you know <laughs> on the podcast they were like "Vagar probably didn't want to kill her and i was right. like oh okay yeah,
0: that's the vibe i got
1: okay but then she acquiesces and burns lena
0: yeah which is you know, I like that there's like an emotional scene between a dragon, at least from my perspective, uh a dragon and and a human, where you kind of get the sense like the dragon's like, No, nah, I don't I'm I really don't want to do that. You know? Because in my in my experiences, whatever a dragon wants, a dragon gets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
1: know. Yeah. So that's pretty accurate, I would yeah. say if Drogon taught us anything
0: Yeah. Um What else happened in this? Oh, yeah, right, right. So, uh Kristen being a little bitch boy.
1: Oh yeah, this He's scene.
0: fighting with uh uh he's teaching the kids fighting.
1: Kristen Cole is teaching all of the kids how to fight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Rhy- Raino lets this happen.
0: I don't either. Like, why would you ever let let him near any any of you, your family? Is is beyond me. He clearly cannot stand right near his kids. Right. Everyone knows this. Right. Break Breakbones is there, just overseeing. Just fucking. Chilling. He's the fucking weirdo that's just like, hey, hey what are you guys doing? Yeah. I'm just hey, gonna Kristen, chill.
1: Kristen calls him out, and he's like, it's kind of strange you're here, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the kids are learning to fight, and none of them appear to be worth a shit at it so Except like for
0: the one the tall the oldest one
1: i mean if he's got biggest, vera- veracity right okay if you're like a if you're like a 16 year old you're fighting 12 year olds like you should win oh, just because sure. you're 16 and he I, does i think yeah and he does he sure he sure <laughs> does all <laughs> right so that is Agan. that is the if allison's faction wins that's the kid that becomes king
0: that's who i want as king yeah, God. fucking dude knocking out some knuckle children all over the fucking city.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's a scene earlier in the episode where he is uh standing in a windowsill in King's Landing, masturbating out the window. And apparently, right into the vinegar strokes, when his mom walks in, <laughs> and um Yeah. Yank says bare She ass is unaffected by this. allison has got some at this point some pretty thick skin. <laughs> Chastises her kid now the kid they're all all of the allison's kids are wearing green for their little fighting clothes yeah like just another middle finger to viserys and anybody else
0: you know it's pretty telling but i until this most recent episode and even even towards the end of it when viserys is yelling at the kids Mm -hmm. for for getting for fighting and whatnot which we'll talk about I forgot he was their dad. I totally forgot that he's their father up until, and I had to, and there, there was no real reason for me to think that he was right. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting where I'm just like, Oh yeah, that's their dad. <laughs> Cause they very much seem like Allison's. they're aligned with her a hundred percent. Yeah. And like, they fought, they clearly. I mean, Allison had a conversation with Aegon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, about how it, it was a pretty interesting conversation because she's like, Hey, man, you got to be careful because uh, you're gonna be a threat if Rainier becomes queen. And he's like, I just won't threaten her, I just make sure that she knows I'm not a threat. And, she, and Allison's like, You idiot, you being alive is the, he's like, I just, I'll just let her know. I don't know, like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to fight right so left to his own devices he would have just been i mean he was still a shitbird. he still is but like
1: he's shades of joffrey and Agen, I
0: think. yeah yeah but like i think overall he would have been innocent innocently stupid i think he i mean he would have probably been a shit lordling
1: yeah his you know. interests are certainly not in like governing the realm right yeah
0: (laughs) right he's just like wait i i'll let her just let just give me some land and some wenches and i'll be fine yeah i'm right mom
1: there's there's people that are certainly like i'm cool to chill and just fuck once a day (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i'll just be like low-key drunk from the time i get up in the morning until i go to bed at night yeah as long as i get to have sex once everything's gonna be cool with me
0: He's kind of he's got a little bit of Tyrion in him, I think. Not any sort of wisdom or anything yeah, like that, like but ju-
1: the lecherous parts. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: right. Right, where he that he would be content doing that.
1: Yeah. Right. You know, like if this is it, like that's fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's, like it's no, right, mom, cool. don't.
0: Don't even worry, mom. I'll just make sure she knows we're cool.
1: But just a real piece of shit, otherwise, from what I can tell. Yeah, I mean, personality
0: wise, sure, he's garbage uh but no she's she's poisoning him as it were poisoning the well and just being like and then and then they go to the fight scene and like he's perfectly now he's like these are no longer my nephews yeah uh rainier's kids right or his nephews who's uh agans, right
1: so or are they yeah because, he's their uncle yeah yeah right because
0: they are Allison's kids are Rhaenyra's brothers and sister.
1: Yeah. Aegon, Aegon, Eamon and Helena are Rhaenyra's half siblings. brothers and sisters. Yeah. Half yeah. siblings, which is fucking crazy. Yeah.
0: It's the age that's throwing me off.
1: It's really tough. <laughs> yes. It's not you. It's a, I mean, I think that <laughs> most people, including your yeah. co-hosts are having yeah. some trouble with it. <laughs> right
0: right and so they're definitely so they go out for fighting lessons Kristen is uh clearly favoring the blonde-haired kids over the brunette
1: yeah <laughs> and um of course harwin is there brick bones Ugh. and uh so they're going through their paces and like lionel strong and viserys are kind of watching like oh isn't it great they're bonding together and beating the shit out of one another with these swords and like the fighting of course with like it does with boys all the time turns from like it's all fun and games until tears start showing up so like Aegon hits just a little bit too hard and harwin kind of steps in and kristen cole takes offense and he makes this really kind of thinly veiled accusation that's like wow you sure do take an interest in these kids like it's almost like they were your sons yeah. Something like, something yeah, like yeah that. it's yeah. like you're, you're all right dude yeah. like we get it but like so, and of course break bones as he is so aptly nicknamed knocks kristen cole down and beats the fucking shit out of him yeah and i'm like break a couple bones in his face some like really obvious ones right just to like or knock a couple three four of his teeth out just so he has to like whistle when he talks or something <laughs> this dude needs some kind of like Common everyday reminder that he should, you know, keep his fucking mouth shut. Yeah. And he bloodies him up pretty good. And it takes like six guys of the Kingsguard to drag it's, him off, Kristen Cole. It's a
0: weird thing. And I guess I don't, I don't expect someone named Breakbones to sort of. All right. Let's deescalate the situation. Be nuanced about yeah. it. Right. Like, is it, you know, where the best way to fight an accusation is to give into it immediately and just get irate
1: you know and if it was me i mean like i've thrown sure. the stupid ass comment at someone bigger than me in the past oh yeah but like if the motherfucker is supposed to be the strongest dude in the kingdom and his nickname is breakbones i'd be like eh. and of course in true Kristen cole fact fashion he's laying on the ground bleeding like laughing because he's like yeah. oh confirmed it and i'm like yeah you're also laying on the ground bleeding you moron like right. shut up
0: but also like he doesn't gain anything from doing this other than he's like my new girlfriend is mad at you at your girlfriend i'll, I'll my girlfriend is gonna really like this when i tell her about it later
1: you know so i was on the podcast that's the companion yep the inter- the people who do the podcast were interviewing Olivia Cook, who plays Allison, yeah, in the show, and they were asking her about the relationship with Kristen and Cole. And so, like, I'm having a really hard time figuring out Allison at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the reason for the dis- the animosity between her and Rhaenyra? Yeah, and so they asked her basically that, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna pay less attention to driving so that I can pay attention to what they're saying on the podcast here. <laughs> i'm only going like 75 down the down the highway right and uh she says allison in her opinion allison has been forced to play like the dutiful respectful whatever else she is not daughter wife yeah queen and not live in the way that she has wanted to live right she's been brought up to basically like be like a puppet on strings yeah and like the strings that are pulling her around are like duty honor respect station things like that father's and, approval right and so <clears throat> she sees Rainera, who she feels has lied to her about the liaison with kristen cole who then is able to go out and like have sex with who she wants, have relationships with who she wants, do what she wants. In like flaunting, basically all the things that Alison has been held up to have to do duty station, honor, entitlement, that kind of stuff. Like Rhaenyra gets the freedom to kind of thumb her nose at it. And like Alison, apparently the the actress that plays the character is like, can't stand it anymore. Sure. And that resentment becomes hatred. So now you have Kristen Cole who was spurned and like his hatred comes from a place where, you know, it was disappointment. Longing came from love and her Her hatred are like, Oh, I see a little bit of what I'm feeling and you, you get me. Yeah. And it's like, two people in high school that come together because they both hate the same person. They have a person they hate in common, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, but they've been like at the hip for 10 years and he's her. Now he's her sworn protector. And I'm like the last woman that you were a sworn protector to you slept with. And like, it ruined your life. And now you're what trading up. <laughs>
0: yeah her
1: best friend like this is very middle i mean
0: allison is aligning herself i mean i guess you have to you have to um hang around some shady customers every now and again if you're gonna play the game of thrones as it were right but but she's just like hey you who doesn't hesitate to murder your father and brother Mm. you're on my team now hey you who broke your oath to sleep with somebody You want to who you were sworn to protect and you took an oath to do these things that you broke at the first opportunity given. How about you be my protector now? She sort of like has this ragtag bunch of people. I imagine the whole thing could collapse around her and she would just be like, I don't understand. Right. I I built my house in a floodplain out of. Particle board and it just collapsed. I don't There's understand what happened. Them. Yeah, they told me it wouldn't flood. What the fuck happened here? They told so, me they
1: fixed it. Yeah, so it's not she's my fault.
0: Slowly learning, uh, or she's like getting these weird ally, allies. I feel like, but when you're the queen, or or you know, when you when you give someone a second chance or anything like that, I'm just curious what happens uh, if her power leaves her because that's all that's the only reason people are around her, right? and will fight for her.
1: So what's going to happen? Not that I I mean I, I'm not spoiling anything, but like in this particular situation, if this Cyrus dies, and the legitimacy issue comes to the forefront of the kingdom, yeah. It's going to be civil war because yeah. she's going to put Aegon's claim up for what amounts to popular ascension, right? Like However many people, if I have more people that think that he should be the king, you're yep. going to kill the people that think that you, that you are a person should do it. Which and then it's,
0: it feels a lot like all of La- all of Game of Thrones,
1: right? Because that's what the show is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. There has to be more than there has to be more. Maybe there isn't, but there has to be more uh, options other than, Hey, I'm king. Uh, fuck you are. Hey i am and now we fight and kill a bunch of people
1: that's i mean i don't know how long humans have been around but up until like the last i don't know 200 250 years like that's how we did it it.
0: (laughs) uh and then the only the the, one of the more interesting people to pop up that we haven't talked about is the daughter allison's daughter who loves who fucking loves bugs and nature and i believe is some sort of witch or uh worg or something
1: well i have an i have a word for you to attach to this kind of person and i think you're going to enjoy it yeah dreamer hell yeah so much like um the original. um there was a woman i think her name was daenys d a e n y s daenys okay targaryen who before the doom of Valeria came to her father, the head of the Targaryen family, and her name is like Danny the Dreamer, and she said she had had a vision that the there was going to be a, a huge calamity, and yeah. she's like we have to leave, and so he sells his property, right. his slaves, everything, takes the right. dragon, the family, the Valerians, and another uh, another family called the Celtigars, I believe, and they all leave. For the westernmost point of the Valerian freehold, which is Dragonstone, yeah, and they take up that they take up that seat. Twelve years later, the Doom of Valyria happens. Like forty volcanoes go off simultaneously, destroys the entire peninsula. The uh, the Valerians and their dragons all die, and it becomes this cursed land. And so she's then everyone was like, "Oh fuck!" Like you called it, you know, like yeah. Nice 12 years dinner. later or something like yeah. that right like it he was like a little it, early it paid off but you know yeah. we got out when we got out yeah so and then of course we see viserys being very invested in the idea of prophecy dreams the future being known somehow um he's got the dagger the valyrian steel dagger with yeah a, prophecy about the the prince who is yet to come Song of Ice and Fire, right? Yep, the song Aegon's Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, and um, the fire being, of course, the dragons, <laughs> right? And like the the magic and attachment that comes to them coming up against the White Walkers in the Long Night, and um, oh, now we have that family trait reemerging in Helena.
0: But those those were dreams, right? And and what she's doing is a little bit more. Conscious.
1: well she is what we see is that she's kind of playing with like a spider or a bug or millipede or, a millipede or something or something yeah and she's kind of talking to it but if you listen to what yeah she's saying it only takes one more episode until we figure out what that meant
0: <laughs> yeah he'll get a dragon he'll have to close an eye
1: yeah and in episode Great. seven she sings another little song while she's playing with a spider and a shell. Yes. Yeah, so, so I was, think that whenever she's speaking, we should probably turn on the subtitles so we don't miss anything.
0: I heard another theory that Laris mm-hmm. is a worgen or worg or whatever. Also, greenseer? yeah, green seer and What's, yeah, the wild able to the wargs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can see through animals and he's and he's seeing through the rats
1: mm-hmm. all around the keep. That's so fucking gross. Yeah, that'd be but rough. If, if that's true, that'd be gross.
0: Because, like, I mean, I always felt that there was something up with the with the rats because they always seem to end all of the episodes, right?
1: Yeah, the one comes up at the end when they're doing the shotgun wedding. Viserys yeah. is in his study, and one runs across the mantle. Runs across so... the
0: bed above Alicent at one mm-hmm. point. A yeah.
1: Creepy little voyeur. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's
1: just. The dude's creepy all over. Yeah, he is. He's 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 an uncool dude. Like he's the guy that's like, I this party would be real awesome if you weren't here. You right. Know? Unfortunately, he's super useful to Allison. I guess. Well, I
0: mean, he's I I, I guess if uh if uh Kristen is the uh incel uh Laris seems to be the simp, then what is an just incel? Like, Someone who's angry at um, a woman not not receiving their advances well, and so they get angry at being turned down. Oh, you mean my teenage and 20 and 30? <laughs> I think you may have to get a certain level of angry to be considered an
1: incel. Okay. Um, maybe I'm pre-incel, well. That's fine. Yeah. So, we'll, okay. We'll yeah. So... That's effectively episode six. And we end with Rhaenyra and the clan moving to Dragonstone.
0: Yeah, which is a big deal.
1: It is a big deal. But in episode seven, we're back on Driftmark where the Valyrians live to.
0: Fuck this episode.
1: (laughs) To officially um, say goodbye to Lena. And so they have a coffin. Yeah. Made in her image. And where the the Targaryens burn their dead, the Valyrians commit them to the sea.
0: A nice little um inversion yeah. of the houses. They both so, use dragons, right?
1: They but, do, yep.
0: Yeah, but one is all about fire, the other is all about water.
1: Yeah. And uh that's the part that I don't want people to forget when they're like this show's not very well written. Well, you're not looking deeply enough. So <laughs> right. So we have everybody together at this funeral. Everybody I'm never going
0: to family. a family event again after the wedding. I'm never. I don't care how much time has passed.
1: None of them end well.
0: They're and never. Neither good. will this one. <laughs> They're never good. Hey, you remember last time we were all in the same room? Mm-hmm. That dude over there bashed that dude's best friend's fucking face. Yeah, and then, and then they got married. How cool is that? You remember all that? Oh, and my Our, wife was a huge bitch. It's like, it's a, she interrupted my speech. <laughs> yeah, wearing she her was. house colors, and not ours.
1: You know, I've been waiting for Rhaenyra to be like, like, so Allison's been kind of like, well, you're not following duty and you're not following the way things are supposed to be. And I keep waiting for somebody to be like, nice dress.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't don't think we all
1: see what's going on here? You could not make it more obvious, Allison. Like, dial it back to nine. You know? So, like, we're here at the funeral. Everyone is upset because Lena seemed to be like one of the few people in the family that everybody kind of enjoyed being around right damon's aloof ryanara seems like she doesn't know what group to stand with
0: yeah there's an interesting part where she goes out and on the balcony where everyone is and everyone's kind of in their own spots and she's like makes a move to walk towards damon and then sort of like remembers where she's at and looks around and sees a bunch of different factions looking at her and then she just kind of goes off into a corner next to one of her
1: kids and that kid she's she's like hey your cousins are over there their mom just died maybe you should go and like say something nice to them yeah he he was kind of like well i think that i might maybe do a little bit of sympathy to like my dad he's back he's basically like my dad just died yeah and she's like oh oh honey we don't talk about (laughs) your dad (laughs) in public okay like yeah you know, he that would be so scary, right? Yeah. <laughs> like he's 10, 12, 13, something like that. And like he just yeah. wants to be able to grieve openly. Yeah. Because and then like the he, guy he also he
0: understands what's happening. Yeah. But not he's enough not to be like, it's a huge yeah. fucking deal that you don't talk about this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> young man. Doors are closed, we talk about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, like, just like a yeah, yeah. kid that age would do, like he goes over and he wants to try and.
0: Yeah. He's awkward as hell.
1: Be sympathetic. And he doesn't know how to express it. Right. Yeah. And one of his cousins kind of grabs his hand and just kind of, they just kind of hold hands for him. Yeah.
0: I just want to know someone's there.
1: Right. Like yeah. you're feeling what I'm feeling, you know? And then Amond comes over Allison's second son. And for a second, I was like, he's gonna he's gonna do this too and there's gonna be this, this reconciliation. Is gonna be nice like these kids are gonna be able to get along yeah but then he can't figure it out because he's the same age like he doesn't know yeah and he just kind of leaves and i was like oh, man that really bums me out like yeah i'm really bummed out that these kids are not gonna
0: well and one I thing mean, they we skipped over family. from last episode too was the dragon pit in the dragon pit all four boys like well, oh, that's this
1: episode no, you're right. It was no. last episode. Yeah, all My four bad. boys
0: are like learning about the dragons a bit, right? And uh, one of uh, one of Rhaenyra's kids is like learning how to to work with his dragon, and Aemon doesn't have a dragon, right? Um, he didn't bond with one, which is why it's a, another you know a big deal. To try and get him a dragon which is they talk about this episode but mm-hmm. uh, and then if Aegon decides to play a trick on them and then blame it on Rhaenyra's kids getting him a pig and all that shit so you're kind of like oh poor Eamon he's got a an asshole of an older brother who can't really take does. responsibilities for his actions and finds out really early on that it's a, easy to not have to take responsibility for your actions which is just terrible for a kid you know and then he goes down and sees what i think is Dreamfire.
1: yeah that seems to be i mean so we don't know exactly which drag he goes into the dragon pit after having this trick yeah. played on him which was a shit thing to do yeah like yeah. fuck that but like he goes into the dragon pits and like his mom allison's been like you know you're obsessed with dragons so he goes into the pit like yeah where they live you know like it's Interesting to me that they don't have jurisdiction around, here. yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. they live underground in caves in the dark, you know, yeah. And um, he pokes his head around a corner and there's a dragon, and the dragon's like, I was changing, you can't be here right now, <laughs> yeah. and literally, like, lets off with fire so that we know up on the on.
0: ceiling, though, like, doesn't roast him easily, could yeah. have,
1: yeah, anyways, he gets the hint and he he hightails it out of there, but he's, yeah, he's clearly willing to take a risk to to get a dragon yeah yeah
0: yeah and uh we also learn so so last in the episode before the last one mm, uh, that, the one we just talked about yep. uh Rhaenyra is like offers Alicent to wed the hey, son and daughter just say yeah. to
1: Helena and we'll give you a dragon a dragon's egg
0: Uh, so then what does Allison do? She betroths her son to her daughter,
1: yeah. So now we, in this episode, which is I don't know, not that much longer since the last one. No, um, Agan and Helena are engaged, and that is straight up brother to sister. Like, there's no separation, no half siblings, no nephew to niece or what, or aunt to nephew or whatever. Like, John and Danny, interesting
0: because they're not like. This is disgusting. Eamon and Aegon are talking and he's not like freaking out. He's just like, oh, man, I really want to dip my wick into other places. You know, this, you know, this sucks. And Aegon yeah. is like, cause Eamon's like, well, would you, would you marry sister? And Aegon's like, yeah, if it's my
1: duty, of course I would do it. In a heartbeat. So he's all business. I kind of fell in love with Amon in this episode. Interesting. I hate Agen. yeah, but like, and I'm pretty sure I'll end up hating Amon too. Definitely, but like, I'm a lot closer to liking Amon than I am to Agen. Amon's the old one. A Agen is the old one. There's okay. their names are too close. They are. It's very it's a good and a did. You know, like that's the difference. <laughs> but like, yeah. so let's talk about it. And if you be if you'd be gracious enough. I'd kind of like to roll with this one because this is right when I sent you the text message last night.
0: Okay, go
1: ahead. So funerals kind of wrapping up. People are moving back inside. It's dusk, or as some people might call it, the witching hour. And uh, yeah, I try to get you to spit out your wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. And Vigar, Lena's dragon, is here at Driftmark for the funeral, as are a bunch of other dragons. She doesn't have a rider. And Amon sees an opportunity and, like, I'll give this kid fucking points because it's like I'm not just going to get some hatchling that I'm going to have to wait ten years to ride. I'm going right for the brass ring. Yeah. <laughs> so, this kid literally sets out in a dead sprint at night. I mean, like, it's probably safe for a kid to be out and about on some Island. If your uncle owns it, you know, or whatever. Yeah. He like dead sprints it right for the dragon, you know, and he's even, he hides in a dune for a second while he's like kind of thinking about what he's doing. And he goes, fuck. And then just gets up and runs, keeps running towards the dragon. And I was like, you just went up a couple points in my stock rating. Yeah. So, Vagar's there on the beach kind of having a nap as one does wherever one wants when one is a dragon (laughs) and they have like these dragons have like riding harnesses on them saddles danny had none of that she was just barebacking droga yeah but these dragons have um some kind of accoutrement on them in order to people have people ride them so Eamon kind of sneaks up as 10 year olds do and uh reached for the effectively the riding the rope ladder to climb up on the dragon and Vagar wakes up and is like hey what's up Chew. yeah what's going on dude like don't do that and like she opens her mouth and he like shows him the fire and I, i'd be like Whatever you need, you know, like, <laughs> I'll it's cool. Whatever you want, don't do oh, this.
0: Someone has shit my pants.
1: Yeah. <sighs> um. And I'll give this. This is when the. This is when I was like, okay, this dude is this. This guy, I'm pretty interested in this character. He goes, Vagar dohiris, you know, in in Valyrian. Yeah. Which of course, as we know, means serve. And yeah. he's standing in front of this enormous dragon over 115 years old he's 10 or whatever he is telling it to serve him and he says some other word in valerian that i don't know what it means and he does it a couple of times and vegar seems to go along with it and he climbs up and and <laughs> goes for a ride on the oh, dragon there you this... go the whole time, the interaction between the kid and the dragon, I'm just like on the edge of my chair, literally just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, like, and then they take off, and I was like, nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> this was a well book. I don't know. I'm not right? there yet. So oh. it turns out I read A World of Ice and Fire, not Fire and Blood. Oh, okay. So I only have snippets of what happened, and I'm currently reading it, but I'm not there yet right on anyways off he goes he takes a flight yeah really happy for the kid lands he's going back up to the house now bela and reyna Damon's daughter see Vagar take off and someone riding him well reyna who doesn't have a dragon yet was going to try and become bonded to vegar you yeah, know her mom's dragon it was, she felt it was her right. Yeah. So here comes Eamon kind of strutting in from the beach. Totally. He's got to be on Clyde Nine. It's got to be the best moment of his life, right? Yeah. And he gets confronted by Bela, Reyna, and Jaceres. And then Lucer, uh, Lucerus comes running in. Luke comes running in a little bit later, uh, like just like the little brother always does. And uh, Reyna's pissed. She's like, what are you doing? That was my dragon to claim. That was my mom's dragon. And he was like, Well, you should have done it. Like Yeah, you should have claimed. I didn't I didn't waste any time. You shouldn't have wasted any time either. Now that's my dragon. Yeah. And he's right. She hauls off and fucking hits him in the face. And this is the thing that I was shocked at. He pops back up and punches her in the face, like straight right cross. And I was like, Oh shit, it's real. So of course, Jace jumps in. Yeah. And he's he and you know, he's fighting a kid that's bigger than him, older than him, stronger than him. And so he throw he lands a couple shots, gets him on the ground. Eamon picks up a rock and fucking bashes him in the face with it. Yeah, it got real intense. And I'm like, Is this motherfucker gonna get a dragon and then kill his cousin or his uh, I, nephew or whatever it is? I thought
0: that was gonna happen for sure.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, in true I'm smaller than you fashion jace is on the ground and throws dirt in his eye and then his brother luke pulls out a fucking dagger and slashes Eamon across the face and cuts his eye out yeah and i was like what the fuck is happening (laughs) these are the kids
0: i know it's like these are children
1: shit anyways so then i texted you yeah and Is that, you that when all you texted like, Drew? Did you just watch Hoker's Pocus 2? And I was like, <laughs> You you called it. That's what I would text you about.
0: Yeah. I assumed I wasn't sure what you were referring to. I mean, I knew you were referring to the show. But I wasn't sure at what moment. So you wouldn't so you you sent a text that was uh oh shit or holy shit or whole whatever. Yeah. And I sent one, but mine was mine was about something else. Mine was not about the dragon. I thought that was cool. Tell me. Well, mine was about them, about Rhaenyra and Damon being like, hey.
1: I like how our our mirrored text messages segued <laughs> so well in our podcast. <laughs> right.
0: This was not planned. No. This is uh, who we are as people. No, how Rhaenyra and Damon are like, you know, I think it's best for everyone if we're married.
1: I just want to say briefly, because this is your time. Uh, if you go back and listen to a previous episode where we were discussing the relationship between Raya yeah. and Damon, yeah. Someone me might have said I don't know that their relationship can ever really change unless she was the one to pursue it. Sure. Interesting.
0: Interesting. You Call think it. she you think that she got desperate enough? So because this here- all occurred after the fallout from the children's attack, right? So after... Well,
1: simultaneously, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. So part of it did. Yeah. Part of part, it did. Part of it. <laughs> while while someone was off gallivanting on a dragon, mm. uh, Aegon was riding around on Vegar, or Aemon was. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, so damon and Rhaenyra take a stroll on the beach which apparently you know very one, romantic one does at one's <laughs> spouse's yeah. funeral yeah you know.
0: ex-wife or dead wife funeral sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where you chuckle during the eulogy
1: i don't think these people feel things the way that you and i feel them so. <laughs> i think it's i think it's pretty different so they they uh
0: they have sex, and she then, initiates it. yep. yeah, yeah. And I feel like I don't know. I don't know that I'll ever understand Damon either, like you. But yeah. like, then I they decide know. that we should we should get married. But I think Rhaenyra feels that way because she's worried about the strength of her name,
1: right? So I think I think that that is certainly a part of it. I think that I think that you would be remiss if you did not include that into her thought process. Yeah. Here's the other part of it that I'm virtually certain of. She's legitimately attracted to and wants to be with him.
0: Sure. She's been with.
1: And has for most of her adult life.
0: Yeah. And. uh, She's. uh, She's done with the facade. Right. Because she She can't. They tried to make a kid. Her and uh, her husband, Laner. Laner. Apparently, they tried a couple times, didn't work out, and that always that irritated me. Like the Maesters know how child conception works, right?
1: Like they even have a they even have an understanding of like dominant and recessive genes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like, wh- why not? Why not have your fun after? you have at least one kid or two
1: because she and laner literally could not conceive yeah which is
0: unfortunate i guess
1: i mean in this episode prior to the i mean i do not remember the timing is a little bit off but like she and laner have a conversation and she admits she was like i was hoping to bear your kids yeah yeah like that was the best for everybody involved and And then
0: having a conversation with damon she's like we did try right just couldn't happen.
1: Well, I mean, like, at one point I thought that Lanar might be bisexual and that like she could bear his kids because he would be sexually in interested he, in women. Yeah, yeah. He is very clearly not sexually interested in women. Yeah. Like if you can't bring yourself to complete the act, like it's not because it's because you're not interested in having sex with that gender. Sure. That'd be a tough
0: hill to climb, I think. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> pretty big hill. Yeah. So, so then her and Damon, they this is my, this was my holy shit part. Text, okay, which was when they're like both of them are talking. I think I can't remember if this was pre or post coitus. Uh, but it's just like okay, you realize in order to get together now, <laughs> you can't. I can't be married to to Laner. Yeah.
1: So there's only one real out here. I was very surprised at this at this scene as well, because prior to this, she and Laner had sat down and he basically recommits himself to like being a good father for the kids, then helping him helping her in her ascension to the iron throne, being an ally politically and any other and remember for remember if nothing else he's a dragon rider right he he is no joke when it comes to being a warrior maybe not the strongest man <laughs> right you know seems a little unhappy depressive yeah you know okay not not that big of a character flaw he was a good fighter he's uh, a great at, fighter
0: at the steps where In they were fact, taking on the crab king or whatever
1: the, the previous episode he was like I think I kind of need a vacation. I'm going to go back to fighting in the Stepstones, you know, for like a month. Just kill some dudes. Just
0: let me blow off some steam.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, that's how that guy relaxes. Is just like, go to war. Interesting. Yeah. So like. Well,
0: I think he likes feeling useful and he doesn't feel useful.
1: That's probably a really good point.
0: Yeah. Being in a marriage that he hates and unable to do things that married people are supposed to do.
1: I mean according
0: I, to the realm
1: yeah he has a new kind of paramour yeah um with him at dragonstone but like does seem to be unhappy in the facade that he has to you know perpetuate so
0: so he was it was an interesting reveal uh Damon goes to his his new paramour yeah. and in very veiled term says you should kill him. I'll pay you. Yeah. So
1: they fake it. Which I don't think that was what Damon wanted. I don't think so either. So this this is the sequence of events as I observe them, I guess.
0: We all observe the same sequence. Rain it.
1: Okay. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Reina and Damon, Renara and Damon have this uh-huh. conversation where it's basically like, we should get together. We top. can't if Laner's in the way, we need to get rid of Laner. Yeah. We then literally the next day, it must be, he like goes to like the dude's he's been there, he's been there What's on his years. skullduggery robe? Yeah. That's this is the... the this is the robe I used when I crush my gorgeous wife's face in in the veil.
0: You know I'm scheming because I'm wearing my
1: scheming Unbelievably gorgeous woman. Rhea Rice. Just (laughs) wanted to remind you.
0: You're still torn up about that, huh?
1: Yes. Okay. That's That's a real loss for everybody. That's fair. Mostly Damon, in my opinion. But like goes and bribes that guy to literally commit murder. Then they fight like in the throne room or whatever of Driftmark. Kid runs to go get the guards. Guards run in eight seconds later and there is a corpse inside the fireplace burned beyond recognition some
0: amount of time later time is not is a very relative construct
1: here well, speaking to someone who has burned a corpse in a fireplace <laughs> it takes a minute
0: can't wait till the netflix series mentions that you're you're saying this on the podcast I have i'm gonna get all so many that are,
1: residuals that are planned for release after my death okay so. cool it's we're calling it a peek behind the curtain. What really went on in the life of Drew Forsyth?
0: The Drew story,
1: yeah. And then, so we're so like his parents, the queen who never was, and the sea snake, Corliss Valerian, yeah, are literally heartbroken.
0: They just buried their daughter <laughs> and now they have to what bury
1: their son. Yeah, it's been a real rough couple of days. Yeah, and so they're mourning over this charred corpse and like at the end of the episode we see like a newly a newly shaven laner shaved off his dreads get in a rowboat with carl you know pushing out to a ship probably heading off to essos
0: yeah so they basically cashed in on the deal that Kristen made to rhaenyra Mm -hmm. on the boat when they were coming back 100 percent yeah they get that there seems to be differing amounts of of trading what someone wants versus what someone has in different degrees in this story between different people right yeah
1: like oh Rainiera and kristen could have done this but it ends up being laner and carl laner and carl did this but you know not these other two people and it's just this yeah oh you wanted that well
0: i have that and you have something else but you could
1: never have that yeah And i can't have what you have
0: but i'm gonna go ahead and get this thing over here that you yeah it's
1: it's interesting here's something we should do let's all kill each other about it (laughs) yeah here's the thing i think that is the the very very odd about the plot to kill laner and then him sneaking away with carl leaves his dragon
0: yeah i mean has to right has to. Is that going to be like, the one of the twins is the go.
1: Hmm. <laughs> it's got
0: it's got glasses and a hat on yeah. and, like, and like a fake mustache. I
1: think that that's sea smoke, but it's the mustache that's he, throwing me.
0: He told me the name was Carl though. Yeah. So mm.
1: must not be him.
0: Yeah, can't be a dragon then.
1: Very odd thing I think to do. Like so he's willing to give it all, all up. up. like cause your parents untold grief and pain. Leave your dragon, which i I think has got to be a relationship that we don't really understand. Yeah, never see your family again. Leave your country of origin and everything you've ever known
0: to what? I mean, you got a bunch of money and you get to do whatever you want with your life.
1: Did Damon give that guy enough money to live forever on? Like that's what I don't understand. It's not like they have an ATM card that they can just use
0: that's true i mean i'm sure i'm i'm sure he had some gold in the castle
1: however however it went down I the only way i'm doing that if, it, if it's like we can buy a I house know. at least and live forever in the house yeah
0: that, that i mean there has to be something oh some reason i mean especially if you if you pay someone to do something like that yeah that doesn't come cheap i don't think i would not
1: i would imagine that But we haven't really talked about the big scene in this episode. Which is after the kids, you know. Yes. Cut out one of their cohort's eyes. The whole family gets together and like.
0: Whole family and a bunch of looky-loos.
1: There were a lot of people in there.
0: Yeah. But uh, the fallout from the fight, right? All of the kids are. Beaten the beaten up Mm -hmm. and one of them is getting his eye shown up it's a gnarly scar so
1: that cut runs from the middle of his cheek through his eyebrow yeah and some meister is just sitting there poking that needle through and pitching it up Eamon is sitting there and taking it like a boss like this kid is not just tough physically yeah this kid is tough period like so we start out viserys is riled up you know as much as he can get riled up at this point right yeah and allison's worked up because you know her son just had his eye cut out that's a big deal (laughs) and um rainera shows up kind of late to the party you know having come back from her tryst with Damon. sure and so well, sand walk... gets everywhere, man. Yeah, it takes and a minute. It's coarse and it's rough. Yeah, Pretty cool jokes. So <clears throat> she shows up. We get into the discussion. Viserys wants to know what happened, so he goes to Aemon and he's like, "Tell me what happened." So yeah. Aemon doesn't do it because he's scared and he doesn't want to disappoint his mom or whatever other reason. So Viserys plays the only card that fucking matters to these people at all. I'm your king. You're going to tell me what happened. Yeah. And so Aemon is like, we got into a fight. I claimed Vagar, and they didn't like it. And uh, then he calls his cousins bastards in front of what effectively is the entire kingdom. Right? Yeah. And Viserys, who is aware of the parentage, yet cannot bring himself to acknowledge it. He is like, tell me where you heard these vile slanders. Yeah. And he looks yeah. right at Allison. Yeah. And Allison's very clearly worried about that. He's good and... at
0: reading the room. Yeah. That, that boy is.
1: And this is the point where Rainera says, this is the, this, as far as I am concerned, is throwing down the gauntlet. We're at war. Yeah. She says, He's questioning the legitimacy of the heir to the Iron Throne's children and their parentage. That's treason. You need to make, like, prompt him, but she uses some word that's basically amounts to torture. Yeah. Him to tell you where he heard this. Because he, what is he? He's ten or whatever, right? Like he yeah. cannot have a group of informants and whatever. It has to come from somewhere close to him. It's very clearly Allison. If she can get, if she can get Allison on the hook for fucking treason, we've got a we've got ourselves a solution to the problem. We're in the same
0: spot the previous episode when Strong was trying to quit,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: Allison was like, "Come on, baby." Tell me, say those train, words. Train's about to come in.
1: Yakpot. Mama needs bingo. <laughs> yeah. Now rainier is there, and
0: it's just yeah. like, just say the words,
1: man. So Amon looks right at his mom, and her she's like shaking. Yeah. She's so worried. Yeah, yeah. And he says, Agan, his older brother, and Agan's like me. What the fuck? I was standing <laughs> over here in the corner. I wasn't even in the fight. I was
0: pissed drunk all the whole time. Well, I don't know what you're trying. To... In
1: my life, I didn't start the trouble yeah you know yeah. and so viserys goes over to Aegon and get literally gets in his face which is no treat for anybody at this point point. No. and no. he was like you will tell me where you heard this and like to Aegon's credit he does not sell out his mom i didn't think he had this in him i don't either and he says in front of everybody everyone knows yeah and viserys i mean like so the feedback that I have heard from like the internet and the podcast and everything yeah. is that Viserys is like this, like king who won't acknowledge reality. And is like, will is willing to like live with the lie. And like when I was watching this scene and when he goes off on everybody that's in the room, I'm thinking like, do you guys not understand what he's trying to say? Like, You are all family. You're all related to each other somehow, even if it is distantly. But you guys are a family. Yeah. And, like, don't you see where this is headed? We have to not go there. Can't we step back from the precipice of civil war? It's literally starting in this room right now. Yeah. Can't we take a step back, acknowledge that we're family, and bury some of these hatchets? And no one's willing to hear them. That's so
0: crazy, too, because his whole his whole motivation all along
1: the way is to not have civil war. He wants peace. That's the only, that's the consistent thing and like about Viserys this whole time. Yeah.
0: He doesn't want any war at all. None. He didn't want war in the Stepstones. He didn't, you know, he just doesn't. And right. the whole time, everyone around him is like, I'm going to kill you,
1: motherfucker. They're just ready for it.
0: You. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like, guys, just don't, just listen to me, and everything's going to be fine.
1: Now, to be fair, when he's finally pushed far enough, we've seen him push back. Oh, yeah. He just would rather say, knock it off, you know, stop it. For sure. But, like, he held a knife to Damon's throat, you know, he put, um, who was it? otto in his place like and sound? now he's got the whole thing right the whole menagerie of people here yeah fucking up his perfect peaceful existence and he was like you're gonna act this way you're going to do this like he's putting his foot down yeah but like i don't think i mean this is what there's some saying that's like you're trying like a like you're trying to hold back a wave you know sure you just can't do it. Yeah, you know, not gonna happen. And yeah, then Allison kind of loses her shit.
0: Oh yeah, because he's like, I think everyone's fine now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's good. Like, yeah, he lost an eye, but he got a dragon. Which what what Best was the phrasing? Line. Everyone like yeah.
1: So after there's going to be a little kerfluffle here that you're going to take us through. Uh huh. But afterwards, to kind of calm everyone down, Eamon, remember, oh, yeah, the motherfucker getting his eye stitched up while this is going on. He
0: sees that his mom's in trouble.
1: Right. He says, Mom, do not mourn me. I lost an eye, but I gained a dragon, and then hugs her. And I was like, That's it, dude. I'm on (laughs) team, Eamon. Like, I'm betting that if, I mean, it may not be a great rain. Yeah where everyone loves I mean, each other and shit, but I'll yeah. bet that shit gets done if you were in charge.
0: Right. Because um if I remember correctly, Viserys was basically like, all right, first of all, no one's cr- no one's to question the legitimacy of Rhaenyra's sons ever. Right. Because I'll bring the fucking hammer down.
1: To be fair, he has brought the hammer down on occasion. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, believed him when he said it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh allison who's like i have i've been spitting that shit every chance i get what do you mean yeah.
1: that's my that's my number what's my go-to move right <laughs> yeah. there Viseris. that's
0: my anecdote at parties i can't you know people are, people are gonna not talk to me anymore. so so he's like all right everyone back to your cages you know let's just all go back to bed and she is she wanted a different outcome not from this, yeah. She wanted uh so then she oh, I couldn't believe it. She says to Kristen, bring me one of their eyes. <laughs> I'll let him choose, which is like, holy shit. Yeah. But to Kristen's credit, he was <laughs> like, I'm I'm the protector, not mercenary.
1: <laughs> so I was very surprised by that because yeah if his boss, the Lord commander of the King guard, wasn't standing six feet away from him, I fully expect daggers coming out. Like he's going to get that eye.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. His boss is right there. Like,
1: and like Viserys says something to Kristen Cole. And he says something to the effect of not for princes and princesses. Like, like, we are a King's guard. Yeah. We're not just thugs. I mean, even if, even if that's what Cersei turned him into, yeah. but like, yeah. Um, I mean, Kristen
0: kind of thugged out on the two kids in the training grounds. Right.
1: I'll give, I'll, you know, I, I clearly hate the son of a bitch, but like, I'll give him enough credit to be able to read a room. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's just like,
0: the. I've already, uh, broken many laws in front of a whole (laughs) party one night a couple years back you may remember
1: Uh, the seven kingdoms you get zero strikes and I've already had my (laughs) one you know so like he's not willing to take he's not willing to flaunt it in front of Viserys and like so he says like as your protector my queen or something to that effect yeah and uh, so she sees that she's not going to get Kristen to do it
0: so then she takes matters in her own hand grabs the dagger off of Viserys' hip, and then tries to stab Rhaenyra, who has to grab her arm.
1: Go, yeah, goes for the kid, and Rhaenyra intercedes. Right, right, right. Like, holy fuck! How, how are you?
0: Like, she was clearly at her wit's end. We'll say she could have been ship lagged. We don't know, <laughs> you know.
1: Uh. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, Allison, one of the three people in the room, not owning a dragon.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that place was crawling with dragons too. First of all, remember that wide shot where it was just oh. like six dragons, just and I was like one, two, three, Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> a lot yeah,
0: uh, right. So she goes after one of the kids, which I got to imagine, even as the queen, is kind of a no-no.
1: I just, I mean, they're royalty. I mean, yeah. Like you're not supposed to kill him. It happens all the time. You're not supposed to kill him.
0: Yeah. And so she's she's clearly seeing uh red here. Rhaenyra stops her. But then she tries to stab Rhaenyra. Mm. Well, she kinda, succeeds. Yeah. It, it kind of gets close to her eye at, mm-hmm. in, at in one shot. But then, uh, yeah, like Rhaenyra throws her arm away and she gets cut on her arm.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty and good every- one.
0: Everyone stops, and everyone's just like,
1: "Did did that just happen?" She okay. So like in Westerosi culture, and like, which is mirrored upon English, like George R. R. Martin built the world of Westeros off of the conflict in England called the War of the Roses. Okay, and so like when you assault someone like Rhaenyra, that's like considered an assault on the king the kingdom like yeah and in you a different way almost like the like ethereal spiritual entity that is the realm yeah it's like committing a religious sin like in like in a time where people really gave a shit about that so she opens up rhaenyra's forearm from about elbow to to wrist and that that was deep you know and she got stitches too and um But right before she got cut, she she throws up maybe the second best line in the entire show, which was, um, now they see you for who you are. Yeah. You know? and Rhaenyra
0: says that to Allison. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, at the end of this episode, we see the battle lines form. You know, Otto's back in the Hand of the King. Yeah. Damon, Rhaenyra. Kind of back where we started, huh? Kind of. I mean, it's kind of funny how this stuff goes cyclically. Yeah. Or what have you? And like, here. I mean, everyone. The only thing everyone is waiting for is Viserys to die, so they can kill each other.
0: I'm dreading it. Every single time they see him get sickly, I'm just like, no,
1: hang on. So I know you don't watch the preview, the episode previews. Yeah. So spoilers for Tom. <laughs> So, uh, at least in the next episode, we know that something has happened to Viserys, uh-huh. where Otto Hightower effectively is in complete control of the country, L- literally sitting on the Iron Throne in Viserys' stead. Interesting. And if this is not the start of the Dance of Dragons, I don't know what possibly. Yeah. Deal. And it looks like there's going to be another time jump because all the kids look like young adults now. Yeah. So we're really hopping around, which I think is odd because the show has been confirmed for seasons 3 and 4.
0: Did they not think that that would happen?
1: So to me, I'm here's my guess. I think that you probably could stretch out the Dance of Dragons over four seasons because it's a basically a decade-long conflict. Okay. But everyone is going to like the show is going to be like the walking dead and they're going to turn over the entire cast like multiple times. Yeah. So like, and you're going to have like the Daryls and Carols who make it from like season one all the way to season 11 or whatever. Right. But then it's like, Oh wait, aren't you like the 17th character that's fulfilled this other role that I naturally accepted, but like didn't realize it was happening until it already had happened. Yeah. And like, all the dragons die sorry spoilers but like yeah we we said at the beginning you know because dragon they're working when danny showed up right so like (laughs) and right now i thought they just kind of went away i didn't know i didn't realize they all died no they kill each other
0: i thought like some of them just like went to places un unexplored
1: some of them might like i know that there's one dragon called the cannibal um, which uh eats other dragon eggs, I believe, and like that is a dragon less rider that lives somewhere. And we see at the end of Game of Thrones, Drogon takes Danny and flies off into parts unknown. You know, they they live wherever the fuck they want. I mean, like, yeah. and they can go super far, super fast. So we don't know where they are, but like, there's a lot of these dragons are gonna die. Yeah, yeah. And so right now, we know about Cyrax, Sea Smoke vermax which was the kid the dragons were practicing with Mm -hmm. on the goat um second kill kid lucerus luke has a dragon named eric's we don't know how old that the uh that one is joffrey her third son has been given a dragon egg hopefully it will hatch um the masturbating oldest son of (laughs) Alicent, has a dragon named sunfire uh Aemon now has Vagar, yeah. which is a ready-to-go at a moment's notice dragon. For everybody out there. Elena, the crazy dreamer who talks to bugs, is yeah. the rider of Dreamfire. Oh, okay. Damon has Caraxes. Lena died. Bela, Damon's uh, daughter, uh, has a dragon called Moondancer. Mm. Um the queen that never was has a dragon called Merilus or Maraxis or something to that effect. She's a dragon rider, and her dragon is still around. So there's like a dozen dragons. It's good amount. We haven't seen you know, all of them yet either. Some of them have yet to hatch. There could be some out there that are adult but not bonded to a rider. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we could see some real cool shit here. Because, so then- like, can you imagine like Vagar and Caraxes fighting like Damon's dragon, the stupid gross blood worm dragon uh red worm. i mean like i imagine that this is kind of like a pirate ship kind of mentality oh okay. where it's like hey the pirates are in like this little tiny ship with like four guns and they're going up against a british like man of war with like 50 guns yeah but the little guns are the ship is so maneuverable that you literally can't get hit and you can just get into their blind spot and like shoot them with your four guns until they sink yeah and i get yeah, the, the idea that the dragon fighting is going to be something close to that
0: yeah like Vagar is huge
1: yeah but there's got to be some quicker dragons right i w- i would imagine most of them are <laughs> yeah quicker i mean like i would imagine that it's like if vegar got your got her mouth around your throat that's game it's over yeah but up until that point you probably had the upper hand and then it was like oh shit she found it and you, you don't have to now are they
0: are they flame retardant?
1: I imagine the that people. the scales the people. Yeah. Like no, the people Annie was
0: the unburnt,
1: right? Like she could well, that uh... was normal human fire. I see. When it comes to like the shit that comes out of the dragon's throat, yeah, dragon fire. I don't think that anybody is immune to that shit. That that's are like all the of them immune polar. to regular fire. So, what's interesting about what you're referencing with Danny's seeming ability to, to resist heat and fire? Yeah. Is with the bond to the dragon, some people get like an ability. You know? Okay. Like, so, like, I would not be surprised if Helena's dreaming yeah. is in some way affected by her bond to her dragon, it's magic. <laughs> it's and a mad it's magic fair point you know and like this is not like magic like D or like harry potter where you're like expecto patronum and like some light comes out of the stick <laughs> yeah. right yeah this is like the feeling and emotion associated between two things has power to it and we call that magic oh and sure. then the, the ice demons are going to come and try and kill all of humanity
0: i mean there are some people the children of the forest they throw mm-hmm. fireballs and shit
1: Yeah, they made grenades. That was really cool. They all died. (laughs) Um, I'm hoping that there are a couple of them still out there somewhere, but like...
0: They should be still hit right now in House of Dragon stuff.
1: Yes. So there should be, at this point, I believe the children would still be living north of the wall. So... Do you know that the reason that the Stepstones exist is because of the Children of the Forest? No. So, back in the day... Like way back, like BC, <laughs> Yeah. Kind of shit. Uh, Dorn and Essos were connected by a bridge, a land bridge. And this is where the first men crossed over from Essos to West, Westeros. Okay. And so when they crossed over, there were no other men living there. That's why they're the first men, right? And the people that were living there were the giants and the children of the forest who figured out how to live there peacefully. Ish. And so then the first men come over and uh, they start cutting down the weirwood trees and killing really? the children of the forest because we're here now and we want to live here. Yeah. And so this migration keeps happening, keeps happening over decades, possibly centuries. Children are like, we have to stop this. And they use their magic to basically rip this land bridge apart. <laughs> Dang. And, like, it's not some bitch land bridge where it's, like, this little tiny thing. It's, like, you could live there comfortably. Hundreds of people could have lived, you know, and they, like, sank it. (laughs) And what you get are these little islands in between Essos and Westeros that are called the Stepstones. Because it's literally, like, you have to hop across them to get from one fucking continent to the other. So, like, yeah, the Children of the Forest were, like, uh, we we do big things, but we can't. Kill all of these people, you know, and by the time they blew up the land bridge, the people who are already in Westeros were like having kids of their own, right? And like, well, we're not leaving ever, and eventually, we'll just, yeah, we're gonna outpopulate you. So, and that's That's, exactly what
0: happened. It's interesting, it is interesting. It's really great. I wonder if we'll ever see that.
1: I hope so. I hope that we get, you know, they're gonna do a show called Snow, right? Yeah. Even though the Jon Snow is really Aegon Targaryen, sixth of his name. We all know that, right? Yes. So, but he last we saw him, he is north of the wall with what remains of the Free Folk. Yeah. Well, there could still be Children of the Forest up there. Heck yeah. And like, it would, I don't have, apparently uh, Kit Harrington came up with this idea for the show and pitched it to HBO. And they were like, uh, yeah. You, you get to say we get to call it Game of Thrones and put your pretty ass in front of it? Sure, no problem. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of money to us, right? Yeah. You know, how's Rose doing, you know? Right. Maybe we can get Ygritte back in this somehow. Please. Um, anytime they want to get a redhead on Game of Thrones, I'm all for it. <laughs> sure. So um, it would be awesome if we could at least know that not all of the cool non-human things left this world because like lord of the rings did that already right like at the end of the lord of the rings like the elves leave and go back to like the undying lands and like you know the dwarves go back to their mountains and leave men alone and like it's the age of men yeah and like all the magic and coolness and like diversity and kind of stuff kind of bleeds out of the world there's less in it there's less magic there's less cool stuff yeah you know, like, I don't want Westeros to go that way. Like, I think, well, like, cool shit in it. And, like, we
0: saw, we saw, like, when Danny was uh, in the one town with the dude with the vault. Yeah, Karth. Know. Karth, yeah. And then there were those, like, warlocks or whatever. Oh,
1: God, those fucking guys were creepy.
0: Yeah, creepy as hell, but, like, what what's up with them? Like, right there's still, there's clearly something there,
1: right? Yeah, we still haven't we have never been to a shy. Yeah. You know, and like uh You're still like a shy the... might be the the place in the, the the most important place in all of it. Sure. You know, we've never been to place places like Lys, Volantis, the Summer Isles. Um, you know, Arya sailing to the west of Westeros, you know, so like what's her deal? Is she the new sea snake? Like, what's her adventures gonna be like?
0: The many faced god, that's like magic, right? I gotta believe that is. Yeah. You don't get to take I mean, someone's The Lord face of Light was
2: a very face... involved deity,
1: yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's something else at work, you know, in this world, and like yeah. we should watch TV shows based upon. I mean, them. as long
0: as we keep watching, they're, they're going to keep giving them to us for sure. I hope
1: so. Like it's, there's enough time historically to do almost anything you want. Right. Like, you want to you want to place a show in Dorne? I'm down. Those water gardens <laughs> look cool AF. You know? Yeah. You know, if you want to do something like we go back to Essos and we check in with the Dothraki or some other people that we don't know, or here's an idea put a show in show old Valeria. What was Valeria like? Yeah. All the dragons, the Targaryens were a minor house. Well, what do the cool houses look like? that seems neat you yeah know? like there's lots of cool stuff what what is bravos like seems like a really cool place it seems intense for sure yeah like how do you, so
0: how do you feel about having shows that are centralized in these places or having shows where people visit them like is it more enticing like we've been to bravos a little bit right but yeah is oh, that more, more interesting than just like having a having a show of a 10 episodes centered around
1: so if i did drugs i would od in the first week right because it'd be (laughs) because i can't i have no self-control so i just can't do it or otherwise i i would go 100 percent into it yeah so like and this is how i feel about my science fiction worlds like if i if i had amazon prime i would watch the rings of power yeah you know on amazon and i would you know if star trek was making a decent television show anymore i'd watch that sure you know and like i'm watching you know if anyone's listening to this podcast i happen to watch most of the stuff that comes out with star wars you know so like (laughs) i would pay attention i've only been waiting for like 11 years for the next dragon age video game bt dubs read all the books in between oh man and then i had 10 10 years six months to go so like you know, like I, I have worlds or universes or like settings that like we need to, but like in like you know this, like my big complaint with Star Wars is that we're not filling in the gaps fast enough. Right. You know, quit telling yeah. new stories, fill in the gaps.
0: <laughs> so you you'd like that here then as well.
1: Yeah, and like if we're if we're gonna do like HBO is gonna do stuff in in Westeros and like do Dune and that kind of stuff, I'll get into Dune. It'll be my junior world or whatever. That's fine. Sure. That's only six books. The first one's a doozy though, at least. Oh yeah. All the others are pretty much the same. Now, Yeah, like, no. I mean, we're talking like six books, eight, 8,000 pages or whatever. Sure. So but like, I mean, like if I read a book and it's not 400 pages, I'm like, Oh, that was a neat pamphlet that you handed me. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Like, I've got standards so well did we do it we did it we'll be talking about andor next week yeah we will be talking about episode four much better than um five of andor yeah this coming week um we're fresh we're into year two tom the podcast is now oh yeah double digits yeah one and then two so like that's double (laughs) They're both digits. That's what that means. If biannual can mean every six months and every two years, this can mean what I want it to mean. And
0: one of them is biennial. What? Yeah. What? There's biannual and then there's biennial. Like every 2,000 years? No, biennial takes place every other year. Biannual takes place twice a year.
1: I mean, I want to believe you because you're my best friend but I'm having a lot of trouble with that right now. That's that's for everybody.
0: B-I-E-N-N-I-A-L, biennial.
1: I must investigate this further. (laughs) I hated the first term, but if there's a second term. Biannual is twice a year.
0: Uh, Archer from the movie or from the TV show Archer taught me that years ago.
1: it's all good it's good radio this is excellent (laughs) my job people at my job already hate me because i correct their grammar and word (laughs) usage and now i have another way to do it yep yep there you go everybody yeah
0: if you want to email us you can uh we enjoy all the emails everyone sends we get a bunch of them we got a new one about
1: andor from master winkle today
0: yeah uh mediocre conversations at gmail.com
1: so you can do that if you want
0: otherwise thanks for making it this far tom uh, has pooped out in front of our <laughs> eyes uh valor margolis
1: <laughs> valor